This is Kate Mulgrew, and you are listening to Grand Designs. These are the ones who seek guidance, the mistress of the void. So what exactly do you seek from us? He wants to bring back a little girl who died. You all kind of glance up to the left and you notice that the sky somewhere from the center area of the east block is lit up in an orange color. Oh, it's the firebrand. Let's go. And you find yourself walking directly into the heart of the old Jester territory. And you see, floating in the air, someone. The firebrand turns and notices you. Come to stop my fun. Perhaps you would like to feel my flames as well. The firebrand laughs, and she flies out over the rooftops beyond your sight. And you see pacing back and forth, completely naked, Renya, her hand on this silver necklace that her husband gave her, and this purple steam starts to emit from it, and her eyes start to glow purple, and she just smiles at you. Hello, and welcome to the Rollmageddon Podcast, Grand Designs Campaign. Episode number 31. I am Jason, I am the Game Master, and let's introduce our three shiny new players, or, you know, the same players we've been using every week. Go for it. Hello, I'm Jordy, playing Beckus Brandywine, the human bard. And I'm Ali, playing Carl, the elf wizard. And I am Molly Oblivion, playing... Who am I again? Bon <laughs> the snow goblin <laughs> alchemist. And her faithful companion, Grimlock, I'm sorry, I'm distracted because I'm doing Kegels right now. <laughs> are you counting? <laughs> yeah, I'm counting. How many are you doing, Seth? 14. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's about, it's about 28, 29 where it starts to get a little unpleasant, and it's about the mid-30s where it really starts to cramp a little bit each time. But my, my Kegel refractory period increases in the 30s. Okay, we're off. Anyway... <laughs> Did you notice I just stopped saying that we're a horror campaign, too? I did. You know, yeah, I'm proud of you because it's, we, it's we tried. I mean, it, honestly, there are horrific things that happen in, in... It was supposed to be horrible. Yeah. It was supposed to be terribly horrible. <laughs> Can't turn out more like Dr. Horrible. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, when last we left off, you had gone to a meeting with the Empty Ones, the worshippers of the Goddess of the Void, Ferriseta, and negotiated a possible raising of the dead for Bruinia's family. On the way home from that meeting, you found out that the firebrand was attempting to burn down one of the old Jester neighborhoods. You got into a fight, you got burned a lot, but you actually managed to drive her away. Go figure. <laughs> and finally, the next morning, after nursing your wounds, you decided to go visit Brynja and see how she was doing. Because uh, Beckus had a theory. Because Beckus is so smart. Beckus is so smart. <laughs> because you're the smartest one I know. <laughs> I would give you the antidote. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> it's our next t-shirt. <laughs> I like you so much, I'd give you the antidote and not him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what happened is, Bon Bon, you ended up being the only one allowed in because Brynja was apparently refusing to wear clothes. Went into the room, found her there. Naked, scarred, pacing, mumbling to herself. And then you noticed floor covered with these small 
red bead-like insects. Fucking bugs. She turned to you, her eyes full of purple energy, silver necklace around her neck, steaming more purple energy. And she smiled at you. And that's where we left off. Oh, hey, before we get started, how about some hero points? Okay. You guys burned through all of yours last time, so you have to make do with one tonight. Me. So, Bon Bon, you're facing Brynja, and she's smiling at you. Very menacing-looking smile, this silver necklace around her neck, her eyes filled with purple energy. What are you going to do? Um, back away slowly toward the door. Okay. Um, hey... <laughs> What you what you doing there, Bruinia? She reaches up one hand to touch the silver necklace around her neck, and you see it start to shimmer, and then a black void, like a, almost like a small eyeball, pops up, and you can feel it almost staring at you. It seems to be reaching into your body and your soul. Something in this void lurking and watching you. I need you to make a will save, please. Um, okay. Are you spending your hero point? <laughs> it's really early on, but uh, yeah, I rolled a two, so <laughs> I don't want to... Eh, what's, what's the bonus on will? Okay, uh, 19? 19 is a critical failure. It's a very high roll. Courses. <laughs> you are, well, mechanically speaking, you are immobilized, which means you cannot move. Can I speak? You can speak. You okay. just cannot move. You're also considered frightened three for as long as you're looking at the amulet. You cannot take your eyes off it. You're entranced by it. Frightened okay. three basically means you're going to get minus three on all future rolls until you stop being frightened. Okay. Normally, the frightened condition lowers at the end of each round. However, this one does not. As you're staring into this void... And it feel it sort of reaching out and grasping your soul. You definitely sense some sort of presence behind it. Something powerful. Something dark and chaotic and almost endlessly, that's the word I'm looking for, omnipotent. Yeah. And then out of the void floods hundreds and thousands of these small bead-like bugs, and they begin crawling out and swarming around Brynja's body, and forming themselves into what resembles a sort of red leather outfit, and a red leather cloak, sleeved cloak, open in the front. What would you like to do? I scream, Brynja's the firebrand! Brynja's the firebrand, guys! Brynja's the firebrand! I can't move! Come in here, please! Get in here right now! She's the firebrand! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way uh, to start it. <laughs> way to panic. Yeah. Yes. I am panicking. Oh, she's frightened. She's frightened right. three. She's about as scared as you can get. Exactly. Right. At, <laughs> don't give me a condition this, if you don't want me to commit to it. In, you know. In fact, I don't. I don't know that you can actually be any more frightened <laughs> than frightened three. Yeah, it's think, the most frightened. I, I think you can go higher. I'm not sure how the numbers work. Some of them don't. Some of them only go up so far, but some of them don't. All right. Uh, why doesn't everybody give me a perception check for initiative just to see who gets to do what when? 13. 
11. <laughs> 14. You guys are rocking it. <laughs> Bye, Bob, Bob. Yep. All right, well, Brian, you rolled a 24. <laughs> Ooh. The next thing she does is she lifts her hands out and begins muttering in this sort of dark, chaotic language that you've heard before. I, I forget. Do you speak the shadow tongue? Do I hear shadow uh, tongue through the doorway? I do uh, not. Jordy, I think. that Becca's is the only one of us that okay. speaks shadow uh, tongue, I think. Oh, you also too. do? Yeah, can we hear? Hold on just a second. So, Bon Bon, you have no idea what she's saying, but as she does, she gestures and brings her hands down and lifts them, and as she does, she begins to hover off of the ground. How about uh, Beckus and Carl, why don't you make perception checks? This one's going to be a hard one to hear her through the door. I rolled a natural 20. Okay, you hear her through the door. <laughs> uh, 19. 19 total? Yeah. Uh, you do not hear anything. You just hear Bon Bon screaming. And then Beckus, you hear the sound uh, from the other side of the door of the shadow tongue. Uh, you can make an occult roll, or you can make occult or nature or whatever your... Uh, Whatever your highest number is for any magic casting spell or magic casting skill. It'll be a cult. Ten. This is going to be a fun night. Right. Uh, you recognize... <laughs> I love those rolls. You recognize that a spell is being cast, though you have no idea what spell it is. Uh, Carl, you're the first one who gets to act. What are you doing? I'm going to cast haste. All right, you cast haste. That is two of your actions, I believe. Correct. Um, uh, is the door within reach of me? Um, you're uh, just a few feet down the hall where Bridget sort of recommended you to be while she let Bon Bon in. Uh, at this point, Bridget has turned towards the door and has just a panicked expression on her face. Could I charge and kick the door open as one action? Uh, no, because the door is, like, on the left, so you'd have to charge and then stop and then do something with the door. Okay. Um, You have to to make a 90-degree turn there. I will retrieve my bow. Right, you retrieve your bow. Uh, That's one action from my sleeve, and then I will move into um, a place where I could theoretically shoot into the room. Okay, you position yourself near the door, So not in front of it. That would have been four actions. That's all your actions, yes. All right. Uh, Bon Bon, what would you like to do now? Remember, you are immobilized. Am I also still feared? Like, do I still, am I still frightened three? You are frightened three. Uh, I scream, somebody do something, please. I'm really sorry. I can't stop screaming. I'm really scared. (laughs) It's not, it's not pleasant. I don't like this. I don't like this. Can you command Kremla? To do what? Whatever. What would be most helpful in this situation? Uh, It's up to you. Um, and there's a number of things you can try to do, but they all have to be purely vocal. Brynja, I'm really, really sorry that your children died. Everything's going to be okay. You need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> make, make a diplomacy check. Oh, you mean with my incredible bonus to my diplomacy? Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen? <laughs> all right. I actually have a bigger bonus to diplomacy than I thought I did. And then it's minus three because you're frightened? Um. So Twelve? Yes. All right. You're sputtering this stuff out, and you have little, little uh, concept to be diplomatic <laughs> in a way yeah, that's no, effective. I'm frightened. Three. And you're just kind of like screaming, and Brynja, who is now transformed into the firebrand, appears to just be ignoring <laughs> you, still smiling. Mm-hmm. Beckus, 
It's your turn to act. I am going to take my first action to proceed towards the door. All right. You close as I can get Run to. up to the door. Uh, at this point, Bridget just kind of steps aside. She looks in a panic. Um, just wondering if I cast something that helps with mental effects. What are you thinking? Well, I was going to try to cast Soothe through the doorway. I believe you need to see the target. See them? Uh, yeah, it's uh, anything that says, like, target a creature, whatever. You need to see the target in order to cast it. For the most part, unless there's an it. exception. I'm going to pull the door open. All right, you open the door. Inside you see... action. You almost hit Bonbon with the door as it swings open. Oh my god, Beckett! And you see, at the other end of the room, you see Bruinia. Now clothed in the black, or sorry, in the red outfit of the firebrand, although the mist has not, the purple mist hasn't gone up to cover her face. Uh, behind her, the large uh, open windows that lead out into the morning sky. It's very dramatic looking. I look her in the eyes and I say, your family is gone now, and if you take any actions now, you will have no way to retrieve them. Please stop what you're doing. Try to make a diplomacy that check. Yeah. How about 28? 28? Yeah. All right. You begin pleading with her. Becomes her turn. Brynja begins to cast another spell, and as you're speaking at her, she kind of pauses for a second. You see the purple light fade from her eyes for just a second, and she looks up at you, and you see fear, and you see almost like a pleading look in her eyes as she stares out at you. And she says, Be- Beckus, I- I'm sorry. I-, I-, I killed my own husband, my own children, but, but I can have them back. If I can just find who it is I'm supposed to kill. He told me I could have him back. I'm I'm Wait. sorry, but I'm the destroyer now. Wait, you killed them? She killed them? Yeah. <laughs> and after saying this, the purple mist returns to her eyes, and then that sort of wicked smile comes back across her face. She begins to hover slowly backwards out through the window into the sky. Carl, you now see... What's going on in here? You got your, your bow out. Beckus is pleading with her, and Bon Bon appears to be unable to move. I'll cast a spell magic on her. Okay. On the firebrand. Okay. The, the flying firebrand. Um, real quick, what floor are we on? Uh, we're on the second floor. Okay. I'm okay with this. <laughs> All right, give me a second. She's flying, okay. Like, we're gonna have we were to on like a third or fourth rules. floor. I read them like, like 40 times. Fucking Selena Kyle her out the window. She, she's, she's, she's floating above the ground now, right? Like she would fall if, she, if this were to work? Yeah, she would fall a little bit, yeah, and take some damage. So with the Dispel Magic, you get to make a counteract check. You're going to roll a d20. You're going to add the relevant skill modifier or other appropriate modifier to your check against the target's DC. For spells, the counteract check modifier is your spellcasting ability modifier, plus your spellcasting proficiency bonus, plus any bonuses, blah, 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 blah. All right, so make your roll. This is a, a difficult... I'm probably going to mess this up, just because they the way they plotted the rolls out, it's in like three different sections, so it's kind of hard to understand. Uh, yeah, I was a little confused on myself. 
And a hero point down. <sighs> you got this, Carl. But no, I say it like, you got this, Carl! Ah! Okay, so what am I adding to this roll? Your spellcasting ability modifier plus your spellcasting proficiency bonus. So it's basically your spell, uh, like your spell ca- spell attack bonus is going to be, that's going to be the same number. Okay, so I got a 24. 24. All right, uh, what level are you, the spell magic is two? One. Two, it's yeah, It's level two. two. So, and fly is level four. All right, so a success counteracts the target. If the counteract level is no more than one level higher than your effects counteract level. So you did not succeed. It's two levels higher. Yeah, it's two levels higher. You see the spell sort of like, you see like a shimmering around her as it flickers, but then your spell is too weak. The magic is too powerful. I'm going to shoot her. Okay. Oh my God. Don't shoot Bruinia. Um, <laughs> I not- say as he draws his bow. <laughs> his bow's already out. You can't, it's too late. You can't shoot Bruinia. It's brewing you, man. Okay. Um. I mean, you don't have to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, just because I'm shouting at you not to yeah, do I'm it. Yeah, I'm shooting her. Yeah. <laughs> it's natural 20. Natural 20. Oh, my God. And that's going to be... Coral. That is going to be a, <laughs> a critical hit. Roll some damage. Hold on. I don't have enough dice out. I got to borrow some from... <laughs> Listen, I you know I feel bad as our friend, but to be honest, she had it coming after the last one. <laughs> oh, typical. I Carl. just wanted to say, like, do you remember what happened the last encounter? Yeah, she uh, shot me. Is she you still off. wearing she her bug clothes? All of the yeah, like I said uh, the bugs came out of the oh, okay, necklace okay. and then Sorry. formed the clothing on her. Okay. Don't hit her with lightning. <laughs> all right, roll it up. Carl kills Bruinia, I swear to fucking God. Oh my God. Um, that is 23 points of damage. That's all? Um. Ah. <laughs> well, you, you, uh, yeah, you doubled all the dice, so yeah. You launch an arrow. It embeds itself in her chest. She kind of reels for a second. You have uh, one more action left, I believe. Uh, what was the what was the girl that wouldn't let us in? Bridget. She's just standing there, like letting you shoot. She's in shock. I'm gonna turn to her and I'm gonna say, uh, "Asshole!" As I go into the room to go assist Bon Bon. <laughs> okay, you move into the room for your last. And action. I call Bridget an asshole right to her face. <laughs> she is uh, not impressed. Bon Bon. Am I still frightened? Uh, yes, you are frightened. Okay. Um, I'm going to allow you, since uh, Brynja got shot, I'm going to allow you another will save. Okay. Not that it will matter too much, but... Uh, um, I nope. Can... <laughs> All right. wait, wait, so wait. you are still immobilized. Can yeah. I see her? I can see her, correct? Uh, yes. Inspire Courage is not going to help against oh, that roll. Uh, I was going to try to do counterperformance, but... Oh, okay. Counterperformance? It's a visual effect? Counterperformance. Right. I don't know what that is. Uh... <laughs> Becca sings a little song or does a little ditty and uh, use, uses his performance role as your saving throw. Oh, oh thanks, bro. Basically, Becca makes your save for you. Yeah. Cool. Well, you get to choose the best of either one. So if he rolls shitty. Yeah. 
Can can I please pretend that this is you immediately busting out with the chorus to hit me with your best shot? <laughs> sure. Okay, awesome. I mean, it is visual, so I have to do a dance with it because that's, that's what would counteract <laughs> it. But here we go. Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> what did you get? Can I re-roll that with my <laughs> hero point? Do you have a hero point? Yeah. All right. They're all off the table already. <laughs> Bye-bye, guys. Ooh, the save is not going to be good. Ouch. So I'm still frightened. <laughs> Hold on. 20? 20. Still a critical failure. Just. So yes, you're immobilized and frightened three. Wait, he is also immobilized? No, no, no. Oh, me. Not. Okay. You are still. So I call... I used a focus point on you. <laughs> At least you get <laughs> to use so a focus right. point for once. Thank you, though. Um, it's really cool to know that you can do that, and it's always good to hear Pat Benatar. Um, so... <laughs> Bonbon, huge fan of Pat Benatar. is a huge Pat Benatar fan. Uh, she also, for the record, is a very big fan of Heart. Um, so I uh, call back to Bridget. Get Dwervin. Okay, she like seems to snap out of her panic and immediately bolts. Okay. Uh, I'd like to add asshole to the <laughs> end of that. Carl! She, she changes not, her mind, comes back and attacks you. making anything better. Um, is that my? Do I only get one action when I'm frightened? No, you you get three you actions. Get three. Okay, yeah, so yeah. for with my first action, I call for Bridget to go get Dwarven. My second action, um, I still can't really think straight because I'm frightened. Three, I think that was like the most straight thinking I could do was telling her to go get Dwarven. So I yell for Grimlock to okay. uh to hide behind me. And then that was my second action. I command Grimlock to like hide behind me. And then my third action is I just start again, just pleading with Bruinia to see reason and to, you know, accept the fact that her kids are dead. Okay. Make another <laughs> diplomacy check. <laughs> I rolled a one. All right. I don't like these dice that you loan me. <laughs> so you basically just start going, no, stop. No, don't do it. No, stop. <laughs> and the grin on the face of the firebrand gets wider no, this one's better. and wider and you can see her preparing to cast a spell Beckus what would you like to do now how far away am I from her uh, she's about 20 feet away from you is she in the room now she has just she has or floated right just the outside the window I would like to draw my whip and I would like to attempt to uh, pull her in Okay, so you step within range. Yes. Draw your whip and then make a whatever the whip does to grab people thing attack. You get the grapple right. Believe so? Is that what it says on the whip? We should look this up. Getting all sorts of new rules tonight. Reach, mm -hmm. disarm, finesse. Wait. If I can disarm with it, would I be able to try to tactically whip the fucking necklace off her neck? You could try that. Ooh. I would like to try that. Not gonna be easy. Let me check the disarm. Well, either way, rules. I'm gonna get her around the neck and try to pull her in. I, know I am ninety percent sure her. you need a critical success yeah. to do that. Honestly, I'm just so glad that I am both. That if I have to be frightened three, I'm glad I'm immobilized so that I'm not spending this entire encounter running away <laughs> <laughs> like I did, like I did with that with our uh, other campaign. I remember the, the worst. The worst part of that was like by the time it wore off, you're like 180 feet away. I know. Like, I ran so far. And there were like six people, so that. 
was like two hours of gameplay. <laughs> yeah, oh, the old frightened rules were a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And you can still have fleeing condition in this one. Yeah. But it generally, you just end up frightened and you just have minuses. So you're not always running the fuck away. Right. It's annoying. The whole That whole thing used to be terrible. Okay, so you're going to need to make an athletics check and you are going to need a critical success. I don't know how much your athletics is, but that's probably going to mean natural 20 because you do do it against, uh, oh, you do it against your reflex DC. Oh, okay. Hold on. That's a different number. Not sure how much that is. I don't think it's very big. Oh, it's still pretty big. So, uh, yeah, you need to roll either roll a 35 or just a natural 20. No pressure. This could be the (laughs) shortest climax ever. No? It's 21. All right. You lash out at uh, the necklace, and she kind of jerks back the last minute. You hear your whip snap, but to no avail. Before the firebrand goes, um, I just want to I want to place a bet. Um, we're all we're all within thirty feet of each other inside of a room. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so uh, let, let's let's do the let's do the let's do the fireball bet here. Uh, does anyone think that we are not about to eat a giant <laughs> fucking fireball? We're gonna eat a giant fireball. Anyone? Anyone? Anyone want the? Uh, anyone want the? Uh, want the other end of that? I take everything back. <laughs> It is her turn. She looks down at you all. She speaks, but her voice is not Brunia's. It's the voice you heard coming out of the firebrand before when you fought her. It's, it's sort of a raspy. It's constantly changing tones and pitches and sounds. It's almost like listening to the voice of chaos itself. You kill my pets. Now I take yours for my own. I will use this body and soul to murder everything in this pathetic prison you call your home. I will leave her scarred with the knowledge that she is a butcher and control. Rabid like a sick dog, I will light a fire so large that it burns everything to the ground. And then she waves her hands and alas, not a fireball. However, a ring of fire sprouts up around you, encircling you from floor to ceiling. And you lose sight of her after that. Well, this is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Fun ones. Not as frightened all of a sudden. (laughs) Yes, by the way, as soon as you lose sight of the pendant, you regain use of your limbs. However, Mm -hmm. you are still frightened three, and it just goes down by one each round. Okay. I can't soothe on Molly. Does that help with the frightened condition? Uh, I think it helps emotional. Yeah. Yeah, So that does help. All right. uh, Well, first of all, Carl, you are encircled with fire. What would you like to do? Am I burning? You are not. It's hot. (gasps) You can tell that. Sorry. I apologize. (laughs) The Domino's app threw an ad at me. Did not expect that. (laughs) So it's it's hot, but I'm not burning. Why don't you make an arcane, uh, arcane roll? Arcana, whatever. Um, 20. 20. You recognize the effects of a wall of fire. It is, <laughs> it is a spell. It is hot, but it will not burn you unless you try to walk through it. Um, in my experience with the spell, um, if I were to try to walk through it, 
What kind of burn are we talking? Are we talking like a mild sunburn? It really or? depends on how powerful the spell is. Uh, it could be, it's, it's going to hurt you. It would probably kill a normal human being. But, you know, y'all are heroes, so you can probably take it. Also, just for, because I forgot, it, the only, the uh, wall of fire only causes concealment. So you can still see Mourinho's form behind it, but it's concealment. So you have the 20% mischance. Um, I cast... Not your turn. It's my turn. <laughs> so she she she's blocked off the way to the outside. I'm gonna recast a spell magic on her. Okay. Uh, since you have concealment, you have to make your flat check, which is five or better on a d20. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll there, Carl? Uh, three. Okay. You cast your spell. However. You misalign it, and it kind of fizzles out as it goes flying through. The energy goes flying through the wall of fire. I'll shoot her. <laughs> right. You fire again. First of all, make your flat check. Uh, 15. All right, so you get on that. So make the attack roll. Uh, 16. 16 is a clean miss. Your arrow goes flying through the wall of flame, and... Hits the wall, a regular wall, a wooden wall. Um, yeah, I'll shoot her again. Okay, fine. Flat check first. Um, 17. All right, so good on the flat check. All right. All right, you launch two <laughs> arrows quickly, but to no avail. Uh, and I'm going to turn to Bonbon uh, bon and Beckus. Uh, you guys, uh, this is going to hurt. Bonbon, <laughs> bon, um, you are up. You are no longer immobilized, but you're still shaking in your boots. And but I can't get out of the room because I'm in because we're all ensconced in fire, right? The fire is preventing. Uh, you could. You would have to go through the fire. I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> okay, I guess I will uh, use quick bomber or quick lobber to okay. throw a frost vial. At what? Okay. At the fire. I don't know if that's a thing I can do. Can I do that? Uh, Yeah, I mean, maybe. Might do something. I don't know what the official rules on it, but I'll just make something. All right, I will turn to... Because can I, can I still see Bruinia? Yes, she has concealment because you can kind of only like see her outline beyond but, the fire. But she's only like 20 feet away from me? Uh, Yes. Do we have What's the penalty on... What? Do we have concealment from her? Yes. What's the penalty with concealment with bombs? Like uh, you, you two? Uh, no, you make you roll a d twenty, and you just need to roll a five or over. If you roll a four or under, it's considered an automatic miss. Okay. So, and then you roll your attack after that. All right. So, I would first like to throw a frost vial at Bruinia. Okay. okay. Uh, so, make your flat check. Seventeen. That's a success. So now make your actual attack. Nineteen uh, plus. Hold on. Nine, so 28. 28 is a hit. 30. Oh, 30. Okay, it's a 30. It's a 30? 30. Yeah. Okay. And 30 then... is a hit, not a critical hit. Okay, so it's going to do 2d6 cold damage, 2 cold splash damage, and the target takes a minus 10 foot speed penalty. Okay, so 2d6 cold damage. So 6 cold damage. And then plus 2 because of the splash. Plus 2 because of the splash, so All right. 8. Uh, you hear her shriek as the cold hits her. Okay. 
So you used, what did you use? Quick Alchemy? And then, or did you already have that prepared? Well, I always prepare Frost Vials. Okay, so, so you have two actions left. Um, I guess I would like to use my second Frost Vial on the doorway. Okay. I don't know what it'll do, but I'd like to try it. Yeah, and go for it. Okay. Uh, just roll an attack roll and don't critically fail. I mean, I would assume throwing ice at fire will do something. Yeah. Magical. Uh, I don't know. It- fire Pokemon are strong against ice Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going. That's from, from now on. That's so how the rules work. 19? All right. You hurl the frost vial down. Um, it splashes out. Some of it lands on you, but you're resistant to it, so you're fine. It feels good. It does feel good. <laughs> Especially good with all heat. this fucking fire. It's killing me. It creates a lot of steam and kind of suppresses the fire a little bit. You could probably, if you rush through, uh, you could go through with less damage. Okay. But it looks like it's uh, the fire. It looks like the wall of fire is quickly trying to uh, return to its original state of being. Okay, I run through the fire out the door. Okay, uh, and you're going to take, as you run through, you take five points of fire damage. Okay, that's fine. Bonbon, you have one action left. You've rushed through, you're out into the hallway again. Yeah, that's all three, because I used attack, attack. Oh, yeah, attack, you attacked attack, the yeah, fire. So then I ran out okay. the door, which again, sorry guys, but I am frightened level three. So. Yes, you are now frightened level two, because it goes down okay. one at the end of each of your turns. But thank you for soothing me, because it helps me think straight. Yeah. What does so. the soothe do for the frightened condition? Does it alleviate it? plus two on the rolls. Oh, okay. But oh. it doesn't affect it post, like if you're already frightened? Grace the target's mind's boosting its mental defenses and healing its wounds. The target regains 1d10 plus 4 hit points when you cast a spell and gains a plus 2 status bonus to saves against mental effects for the duration. Oh. So I don't even know if that technically works. It really didn't help Yeah, much, but, I mean, it doesn't do much. I'm going to save that spell like slot. I, I didn't roll any healing. <laughs> I think calm emotions would have helped. It would have removed yeah, the frightening mission. Yeah, I don't have that, though. Any case, uh, Beckus, it is your turn now. You're trapped in a burning ring of fire. Johnny Jelly Cash right there. That was a great time. I know. Cash. I'm good at that. And too many hot Cheetos and you've got a burning ring of fire. Yes, you do. <laughs> and it burns, burns, burns. Hot chili that and coffee. That Cheeto fire. That Cheeto Is fire. Is she still in the room or did she leave? Uh, she's outside the window still. Floating. Question, would a sound burst dissipate any of the fire in the room if I cast it? Uh, probably not. Probably just sort of disrupt it for a half a second, but that would be basically it. That wouldn't give me Remember, this is a magic wall of fire, so it kind of sustains yeah. itself. I'm trying to make plays to this woman's humanity, and people have already taken positive attacks against her, so my charm won't work. By people, you mean Carl. No, all three of you have attacked her in one way or another. Well, now I have. Well, I, yes, well, I but... did after Carl <laughs> shot her. In 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 my in my defense, to the man with a bow, every problem's <laughs> a target. That's true. Can I read the aura of the necklace that she's wearing? Um. Does that does that not take like a while to do? Let's look that up real quick. It takes a minute to do. Yeah, so you need to be able to focus on it for a minute in order to read the aura. I'm trying to think of a way to track her in case she takes off. That doesn't work. Um, Probably just fire. follow the uh, trail of burning buildings and bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Follow the trail of the dead. Follow the trail of the dead. I will. Think quick. Divine guidance. I'm going to kneel down and meditate for a moment and pray towards... Oh, gosh. I forgot her name. I don't have the notes for it. Who's my sexy bird god? Oh, um... Shit, I don't have the notes. Dianora? Dianora, right? Yes, that sounds right. All right, well, I will... I will sit down and pray. All right. a moment to recollect myself and seek some guidance. Hopefully she finally hears it. Vekus takes a knee and begins to pray. I'm going to have you... I'm going to have you make a... Your choice. Diplomacy or performance? Well, duh, performance. 27. 27. All right. You begin to pray for divine guidance. And then it rolls back around to her turn. She promptly flies away, leaving you all encased in her burning ring of fire. What's her movement speed? Her movement speed? It's still reduced from the frostbile. It would be reduced from the frostbile. You basically see her fly, her form fly up, and then beyond that, you have no idea which direction she's gone. So is there anything you'd like to do, Carl? You would be the next one up. Um, the spell is still sustaining itself? spell is still sustaining. You know from experience that walls of fire traditionally last approximately one minute. Um, the building, it looks like it's probably starting to catch now? or No, wall of fire does not affect the structure. It does no um, persistent fire damage. Therefore, I just say that it doesn't slight things on fire. Good. All right, Carl, what you going to do? Um, I'm going to cast jump through mm. the window after her. Okay, um, that's going to take you down? Yeah, what flight or what floor are we on? The second? We're on the second floor, yes. Yeah, I just want to jump out and down. Okay, uh, you have to go through the wall of flame, of course. That's correct. You are going to take, as you pass through the wall of flame... Uh, 13 points of fire damage. So I take uh, 8. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your ring of fire resistance. Um, I'm going to black. Uh, can I see her? So you cast jump. You leap through the fire, land, go through the window, and land on the ground. Uh, you look around, but you do not see her. She can only move 30 feet around, right? Or what? So, uh, so she's nowhere to be seen. Um, uh, if I look from up. From where you're at. You look up, and you just don't see her. How tall is the building? Uh, about 25 feet tall. My cat's jump again. All right. And then you, what, leap on the top of the building? Yeah. All right. You jump onto the top of the building, and behold, you do see the firebrand floating away, moving away from the building, over top of it, and then away from it. I'm going to call out to her. All right. Would you like to say? Um... Listen, Brynja, I know you're still in there, um, and, you know, should this all go bad, while you can still hear me, I want you to know that I'll make sure to take care of anyway, and I'm sorry because this is probably going to hurt. Okay. Um, and I'm going to shoot her. Okay. Fire away. 24. 24 is... Where's your character sheet? I think that's just hits. I'm losing all sorts of... That just hits, yes. Um, That's 11 points of damage, one of which is 
force damage. All right. You mm. see that familiar sort of crackling of purple God energy as uh, the shield begins to build Are up. Are using magic? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. Physical. That was physical. I know, but if it's like a, any sort of like energy besides like frost, she's been absorbing mm. it and using it. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thought she was becoming resistant to it after the, f- the initial. The bugs were becoming resistant to it. Yeah, the yeah. bugs form a protective barrier that gets stronger and stronger. Doesn't necessarily mean it's negating the damage. Yeah, it just it just gets stronger towards the same damage. Mm. Um, and then I would like to uh, shoot her again. All right, fire. Uh, 20 probably doesn't hit. 20 is a miss. Bun-bun, mm. you're in the hall. Um, How much time has passed from the time that I told Bridget to go get Dwarven? Uh, just a few seconds. She's literally running down the hall and down the stairs right now. Um, I'm frightened too now? Uh, yes. And she's going outside? Uh, she has gone outside. That's the last she saw of her. I have no idea where she is now. Is there any way for me to put out this fire? Um, make make an arcane roll or really? an arcana roll. Are you sure? Or you not... can make a nature roll, whichever one's higher. Nature is higher. <clears throat> <laughs> These dice fucking blow. <laughs> that is a critical failure. Uh, you know, think about it. You have no idea what's going on. It's a spell. That's hot. <laughs> you know it's a spell. You don't know how it the works. The table is round. <laughs> <laughs> and flat. That's right, Nadia. The table is round <laughs> and flat. Um, Fuck, man. I've been useless this whole fucking day. Um, I mean, all things considered, <laughs> you took no damage while being paralyzed in front of a door. So. That's true. No one went down? Yeah. In fact, all of us were in easily fireballable range, and mm-hmm. it didn't happen, so. um, I call to you guys, and I explain that I can kind of just, like, I can make the fire, I can lessen the fire in the doorway for a second if you guys want to come out. Do you want to do that? Do I hear her? You hear nothing. You're on the top. I'm in a trance. Really? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Beckus is like kneeling down and praying. I'm you can praying. hear. I can hear, but I'm, hear I'm focusing. <laughs> they I'm don't using, seem to be I'm reacting. using the ring of fire to my advantage right now. <laughs> He's knelt down, down, down in that burning ring of fire. Is Andra still outside? Uh, you assume so. I run down to get Andra. Okay. You spend your actions running down mm-hmm. out into the front. Uh, Beckus, would you like to do anything? Continue your meditations. I begin to perform more somatic elements to my prayer. Okay. I begin to... Uh, I don't know how about it. A form of Tai Chi of sorts. I don't know. Slow, deliberate movements. I don't know. Alrighty. Should I make a blood offering? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the gods and goddesses are fickle and sometimes take time. I'll show my commitment. I'll take out my war razor and let a little blood from my hand. Okay. At this point, the firebrand, getting rather angry at you, Carl. Oh, yeah. Turns, forms a ball of flame in her hand, and hurls it at you. What is your armor class, good sir? 22. 
Let's try this again. <laughs> on, on, the, on the table, please. I don't yeah, know about bounce. you, but Paul's feeling 22. I got a 27. Yeah, it might hit. It hits you. <laughs> Just you, might hit. You get burnied. Aw. Look at all those die. <laughs> you get burned for 13 points of fire damage. I'll take eight. No negative damage this time? Uh, not in this one, no. She scowls at you when you don't catch on fire. And that's all three actions for her. Carl. Um, I'm going to uh, Sudden Bolter. Okay, that's Reflex Save. <sighs> that is indeed. That Reflex Save is going to be 34. So critical success. She dips out of the way of your Sudden Bolt. It strikes the top of the building. Well, that's good because I just wanted to shoot her with an arrow anyway. Mm. Okay, that's good because that's how you get to try. Uh, 24. 24 just hits. Yay, Carl. This is why Carl's our big gun. (laughs) Uh, That's nine points of physical damage and one point of electric damage. All right. The uh, purple energy barrier continues to build. What was the first type? Was force? Yeah, it was was sonic. Or, yeah. Whatever whatever the, uh, the type of jump is. Hold on. I, oh, think that's right. I think it's. I think it's imitation. That's right. If we hit the bugs with like a succession of different damage types, it like short circuits them. <laughs> um, and then I, I, I would also like to shoot her uh, a second time. All right. She's not moving away. Uh, she stopped to fling fire at you. Okay, I'll shoot her again. Yep, that's my turn. Bon <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bon, you run. Continue running down. Okay. Come out the front door, uh, just in time to see the backside of Andra going around the building. I'm gonna follow with him. his weapons drawn. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> follow him. You so... go chasing back, chasing after him as he tr- comes around the corner of the building and looks up and is trying to sort of look. He looks confused, like he's trying to figure out what's going on. Can I explain to him what's going on? You can talk, yeah. Okay, so as we're running around the building, I explain, Andra. Uh, so Bruinia is the firebrand. She turns to you, yeah, she's, eyes wide. She seems to be possessed with something from like the uh, like the um, the veil that we pissed off uh, somehow. I'm not saying that this is our fault. I am not taking responsibility for it. But we 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 pissed that thing off, and uh, she is determined to uh, do some harmful things. And she escaped out the window and Carl went after her and Beckus is upstairs talking to God and I don't know what to do. I'm very frightened. I'm going to come with you. And so I have one of my bombs, my frost files at the ready. And Okay, he turns to you and he speaks, but you notice something very peculiar about the way he's speaking. His accent's gone. He turns to you and he says, there's those fucking silver coins again. He's no longer in- unintelligible. Speaks for clearly. Still has a Bakwath accent to a certain degree, but you know, this is not the way it was before. Uh, and he kind of growls and he looks up. Guess I'll have to climb it then, huh? And he s- slings his swords back onto his back and be- immediately begins climbing the side of the building. Is Andre Spider Man? No, but he is a barbarian with a very high athletic skill. Oh. Um, he-, he almost made it to the top, actually. <laughs> He just like, starts grabbing loose stones and stuff, and you can tell he's just 
you can tell he knows how to climb things. I just watch with my jaw open because I didn't expect any of the stuff that just happened. Wait, can I call up after him? How am I? How are you? What's? How can I hear you? What you're saying? Why are you able to talk normal? <laughs> Ignores you. Oh. <laughs> All right. So can I see Bruinia now that I'm on the other side of the building? No. Okay. We're like, so. Yeah, she's above the building right now. So there's no view that anybody. So he's going up to the roof. She's hovering above the roof. Yeah. Okay. Beckus. How much time has transpired since the wall of fire? Uh, It's probably been about four rounds, I think. How long is a minute? Uh, Ten rounds. Ten rounds? Or you can just walk through it. It doesn't matter. Are you like stuck meditating for like a full ten rounds? (laughs) It's all right. I was frightened for like literally two thirds of this entire day. So <laughs> yeah, you're down to frighten. No, you're actually at zero now. Near- oh, okay, cool. Hey, that makes me happy. I'm not scared anymore, guys. Brave Bon Bon again. <laughs> so call me Brave Brave. I don't know about Brave. <laughs> Carl, no one asked your opinion. Yeah, also not we're near each other, so stop talking. I'm just saying a really brave person would probably save their old friend Carl with the <laughs> antidote if they're, you know, their friends are poisoned. <laughs> That'd be a really brave thing to do. I mean, I hear what you're saying. I hear you. <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> would guidance work in conjuncture? Uh, guidance, I believe you just cast and it gives you a plus one to a roll. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to make a roll, like a skill check or something, you could cast guidance and then make that roll. I'd like to do that and try another. Is it religion? No, it's a performance or oh, diplomacy. Yeah. Okay. Plus one to that then. Shit, I haven't been adding the plus one to my performance checks either for the scarf. scarf. Don't forget that. That would have been fucking. Oh, what'd you get this time? Not as good as the last one. 17. 17, okay. That would have been like 28 or 29 last time, wouldn't it? You continue to meditate, pray, and all that good stuff. Uh, Brunia's turn. She's not happy. (laughs) Neither Shooting her, trying to hit her with electricity. She releases the terrible... Oh, here we go. Terrible, bloody fireball spell. Which she decides to cast at higher level. No! It lower was, level. I need you to make a basic reflex save. Get please. on our level, Bruinia. Do I have to see him for that to, the guidance to work on him as well? Ouch. What is with our rules today? Oh, it's only one creature. Sorry. What did you get? 18. An 18. Almost a critical failure. I know. What <laughs> you got? She got a 27 or 26 to spell? <laughs> You take, let's see here, 10 points of fire damage. Okay. Reduced with your spell thingy. Mm-hmm. 13 points of negative damage. Okay. And then she proceeds to fly away another 30 feet away from you. And now, it's your turn. Come and get me if you can. Uh, I'm going to shoot her with a lightning, with sudden bolt again. Okay. Reflex save. 26. I guess if she makes it, but she still takes half. Half damage, yep. Good luck. These dice are fucking mean. (laughs) (laughs) 
Whoa. Whoa. Uh, that's 28 points. So I have the 14. This one hits her. The energy field begins to get bigger. Um, uh, she looks scorched and even more pissed off at you. <laughs> um, I'm going to shoot her. All right, fire. Uh, 28. That's Sorry, a hit. 27. Still a hit. That's going to be nine points of physical damage and three points of uh, electric damage. All right. You hit. You notice at this point the electric damage just seems to kind of bounce off her. The arrow still hits, though. Um, I'm going to lay my hands on myself and use my uh, healer's gloves. All right. Which is what? 2d8? 2d6? Uh, that's a great question. Hold on. Why you don't write this stuff down? I I did write them down. I just don't remember. I just don't remember where. Well, this scene certainly went on a lot longer than I thought. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how it was supposed to go. Like, I felt like I there was something I could have said to her at the very beginning that might have prevented this from going this far, but I have absolutely no idea what that would have been like i felt like felt like i could have said something i don't know what it was sorry it's on my other character sheet i don't remember how much of this get your shit what is it again what are you doing with healer's gloves 2d6 plus 7 roll it up all right what'd you get uh 14 points of healing all right you heal yourself up for 14 it's my turn Bon bon. Okay, so um Beckus gave me a grappling hook. Am I how does that work? Like can I use it to scale the wall and follow up after Andra? Uh, yeah, you fling the grappling hook up. It's a grappling arrow. So oh, sorry, grappling grappling arrow. Arrow. it's a bolt, so you can shoot that from your crossbow if you want. So you'd to. have to spend an action pulling out your crossbow mm-hmm. and then spend an action loading it and then fire it, and then you it would produce a rope. Which you could then climb, which just makes your athletics checks to climb a lot easier, so you can go a could little faster. Could she instruct Andra to pull her up? Uh, Andra appears to be paying zero attention. He's just on his way to the roof. Okay. I do all of that. <laughs> all right. You load it up, you fire the bolt, and as it c- comes flying out of your crossbow, this rope extends from it. It hits the top of the uh, the top of the building, and you now have a, I believe, is it a rope or a knotted rope? We'll say it's a knotted rope. We'll make it super easy. Yeah. So in the next round, you can begin climbing. I've not been very useful this today, guys. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm dancing in a room with fire. Like You guys are like taking damage. Yeah, poor Carl's like, doing hey, all man. the work. <laughs> what do I do? Begis, I uh, would like you to make a perception check real quick. Sure. Fifteen. Fifteen? All right. You see something moving just beyond the fire, but you can't make out what it is. It's just like a small shadowy form. I call out to the shadowy form. Is that you? (laughs) You hear in response. Oh, it's my bird friend. (laughs) (laughs) Your face. That should have, that should be a, like a gif. Is I'm my friend. What do you do? You got three actions. 
I use my first action to uh, recreate the dance that I initially did for said bird. Okay, make a performance check. Sure thing. Ooh, maybe we could get all Hitchcockian with it. The bird could like pluck out her eyes. Too far? You're the one who's saying don't shoot her. And now you're like, maybe we can pluck her eyes out. She won't die if we peck her eyes out. She would die 17. if we killed her. That's so good. 17. Um, you dance. <laughs> little bird, little bird, I have a secret that I need you to find. Please follow that lady flying through the sky. Seems legit. Does the bird answer? <laughs> <laughs> you here. Anything else you like to do? You still have kind of an actions left. Um, I will go through the fire towards the window. All right. You walk through the fire. And I'm the only one. <laughs> and you take 17 points of fire damage. Ouch. Seventeen. You walk through the fire and now you see very definitively sitting on the windowsill uh, a small chubby red and orange bird similar to the one that you danced for who gifted you a feather uh, so long ago. And as you step out through the fire the bird cocks its head at you and immediately flies away into the sky. All right. And Beckus is like VIP right now with the storyline. Like you're the one who predicted that it was Bruinia. You're the one with the bird that can actually follow her. <laughs> like I don't know if it's following her or not. It might. I bet it is. The thing about gods, you never know what they're actually doing. The thing about birds. Bruinia's turn. She launches another big ass fireball at you, Carl. The bird as is she floats away from you, thirty more feet, <laughs> just slowly sort of backing off and flinging fire. Would you like to make a reflex save, please? Please roll very low. Let's just assume that I got a critical f- success. A failure? <laughs> critical failure? Uh, and so 26. 26. That is a success. So you take half damage. Yay! All these fucking dice. Might just have to up the power of her spells, huh? No! It's too easy for you people. For the love of God, Oh, the negative no. damage is hitting fully. Ooh, but look at all those sixes. You take ha- You take eight points of fire damage. That is halved. I'm having them for you. So. Okay, so I take three. <laughs> yes. However, the necrotic damage was 21, so you take 11 mm-hmm. negative damage. Oh, man, if you would have failed that one, it would have been beautiful. I uh, know. A lot of damage. Would have gone down. Still, sta- still standing? Still standing? Still standing. Oh, right. I'm still standing. So she's, float- she's floating away from you. I'm still standing. <laughs> <laughs> Better than I ever been. Um, Kyle, I'll, I'll cast true strike. All right, you cast true strike, and then you shoot, and then we shoot. Oh, by the way, you've also noticed now—I forgot to mention it—that Andra has climbed up the side of the building and is on the roof now, and is like kind of looking around, surveying the situation. And he's like, me starts moving, running at Ruinia, who's pretty much off the side of the building at this point. Offhand, how many arrows do you have left, Carl? Um, I carry 100 arrows with me constantly, so um, I have enough for 100 rounds of combat. <laughs> <laughs> it's one bulk. <laughs> Sad Christmas, Santa Claus is dead. You know, that might not happen if you don't aim the dice directly at all yeah, the wires. wires. <laughs> 
So first one's a miss. Uh, yeah. Two actions left. Um, I'll cast your strike again. All right, go for it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Stop aiming them at the wires. Yeah, was that double ones? <laughs> That's that is out of my four last four dice rolls. Three ones and one six. <laughs> I almost feel like giving you a hero point for breaking the odds on that one. Like you can roll your dice. Yeah, why don't you take those results? Can I take, can I take that? Can I take that die roll? Yeah. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot. As a matter of fact, he didn't know how to roll the die properly. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe you should take a class. We clarified the rules. Hey, uh, we get yeah, that was well, a master class. We get to, we get to reroll cocked dice. Can we reroll when the dice make us feel like a cock? Because <laughs> I'm feeling really cocked by these dice right yeah, now. You, I have a hero point for that dad joke. I'm gonna reroll. <laughs> no, you can't use it right now. All right, fine. Bon bon. That's it. Uh, you climb up the rope. I climb up the rope. All right. Make an athletics check. What happened to the oh? <laughs> oh no, I don't want any part of these. Can I? Can, may I borrow a different D twenty, please? Here, you can have this one. Thank you. What did you get? Nine. Nine. Okay, it's slow going. But you by the end of your turn, you make it to the top of the building. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and you can now see her floating up. She's got a couple arrows sticking out of her. Uh, looks a little charred from electricity, and you'd see Carl just looking very sad <laughs> and kind of staring at his bow like maybe it's broken or something. Uh, Bomb on, I'm having real like performance anxiety here. Oh, it's okay. It happens to every uh, every guy. All guys have to deal with that. It's okay. Just <laughs> calm down. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm shooting the arrows, uh, <laughs> but they're just not landing. I feel like I'm shooting blanks or something. <laughs> All right, Beckus. Um, I'm going to step up onto the window ledge and see if there's any purchase with which to pull myself up onto the roof. Uh, you can make an athletics check to climb up there. This is, you know, medieval era. Would my the whip- buildings have lots of little connellations and Would my whip aid in that or? No, you'd have to have something to whip onto, like maybe Carl. That's why I was, <laughs> that's why I was looking for something to purchase, like. Something to grip on. Yeah, just Carl. Uh, You know what? I'll roll randomly. I mean, it's just going to be easier to climb. I don't see any. I mean, whatever. I can do an athletics check. 14. 14. Our rolls are fucking awful, dude. You spend one action and kind of make it up a little bit. You can make another athletics check to finish it. As long as you don't critically fail, you're fine. 18. Okay. You pull yourself up over the lip and onto the top of the roof. You have one action left. Hi, Beckus. I wave. <laughs> the whole party's up there. Carl um, looks a little charred. Now I'm on the roof. I'll see if I can't see the bird anywhere. Um, you do not see the bird anywhere. Okay. I, I, uh, no, actually, make a perception check. Okay, sure. Eighteen. Eighteen. Or thirteen. Sorry. Thirteen. Okay, no. <laughs> Shouldn't have said it. Sorry. I feel like I, de- I deserve a hero point for being honest. I feel like we deserve a hero <laughs> point each for how fucking awful all of our rolls have been today. I feel like we all just like, get no. one natural 20. Yeah, we all just get one free nat 20, like Do something. I get one too? No. No. Never. No. <laughs> yes. You've You're been rolling really more than well. Three damage die per damage roll. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. At this point, Firebrand snaps her fingers, and you see 
erupt from the necklace, this cloud of ash that kind of surrounds her in this 20-foot like orb, obscuring her, and then she kind of backs away and she kind of like disappears into the ash. Andra goes running, and being Andra, gets to the end of the roof, leaps off of the roof and into the ash blindly in an <laughs> attempt to basically maybe grab her. Uh, My man! You just hear <laughs> something hitting the ground far below. <laughs> um, Carl, would you like to do anything else? Uh, my turn again? Yeah. Um. So does she have concealment? Uh, you. It's cloud of ash came, and she did have concealment, and then she faded from view. So you're not sure where she is at this point. How far away is she? You have no idea. The cloud of ash is. Uh, I guess it'd be about ninety feet away from you. Um, I'd like to move forward sixty feet. Okay, that's two actions. Okay, can I see her? Uh, no, you just see this cloud of ash. Like I said, she kind of faded from view. Uh, so, um, how how wide is twenty feet in radius? Uh, yeah, twenty foot radius. Okay. Um, and it's over an open space. Yeah, it's just past the edge of the roof, sort of over the street. Okay. Um. Well, where's that? Where's the girl that was guarding the front? Has she made it? Uh, you I have no idea. She was told to go get Dwarven, and she is nowhere in sight. Can I estimate what direction she's running? Uh, well, if she's going toward the chip bone, then she'd be moving uh, southeast, a little more south from your current position. Uh, I'd the like safe to- house, as you've discovered, is only a few blocks away from where you guys actually live at Smiling Tiger. Um, I'd like to cut my hands together and turn towards the direction of her probable going, and I'd like to yell, asshole! What is with everyone today? Uh, and then I would like to, uh, <laughs> shoot an arrow, um, into the, uh, the mist. Okay. The weird can I cast fucking tru- day, man. Can I cast true strike and shoot an arrow into the mist? I mean, I think technically, yeah. What if I got a natural 20 with it? Well, I mean, I'm going to roll a die because you're guessing. Okay. Uh, you know, I'll just shoot regular. Gonna, I'm going to read the six-sided dice. You're going to tell me whether you think it's a one, two, three, four, five, or six. And if you get it right, then you actually get to make the attack roll. Okay. It's going to be a four. Yeah, it's a blind shot. <laughs> four? Four's your number? Three. Nope. Ah, six. Six was Fire my second choice. Into, <laughs> Fire blindly into the ash. I'll make one that's mo- your turn. I'll make one more blind shot. Uh, you can't. Didn't you cast, or did you not cast your strike? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. Because uh, <laughs> you moved twice. Yeah, I moved twice. I yelled <coughs> "asshole," which I assume was a free action. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, I'll shoot again. Uh, it's gonna be a four. And nope. What was it? Three. Uh, three. Three was my second choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's your. You're done now. Uh, yeah, bon uh, Bon Beckus. Is there anything anyone would like to do now that she is? I would like to stand there, assess the scene, realize that yet again, there was really no point to my even being here, and then I would like to walk to the edge of the roof and call down to Andra to make sure he's still alive and okay. Like, it's like he he thought pretty hard. You hear a voice come rumbling up. 
And once the accent's back, you know, I'm going to get my brass something. Andra, I have questions. <laughs> I'll be down in a minute. So unless that something one of you has uh, uh, some good divination magic, this fight's over. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, there's nothing I can do. I worked really hard to get to the top of the roof, and then it doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh, did you make sure to cross off your climbing bolt? It's a one-use item. Oh, it's a one-use item? Okay, well, it wasn't even written down, so problem solved. <laughs> Convenient. Yeah. So what would you all like to do? I go. I would like to head back down. I search once more for the bird. Okay, make a perception check. It's getting harder and harder. It's getting further and further away. How about a 23? 23. You look and you think you see something flying. There's a lot of birds in the city, so you're not really sure, but... I noticed my big fatty orange. (laughs) (laughs) You see a bird flying, oddly enough, in a southeasterly direction. A little more east than south. Alright, and... I would like to sexily slide down... (laughs) The rope that is on the roof. Okay. I'll go down and heal my big honka snickers. All right. Um, he, by the time you get down there, Andra has picked himself out, out of the dirt and he's got his swords out again and he's kind of looking through the alleys and just searching around and like keeps looking up the sky. She's gone now. She's gone now. And I lay my hand on his face and he. <laughs> All right. He looks down at you, and you see like a certain amount of like sorrow on his face, which is not a an emotion you really associate with Andra. Andra, was she given that necklace after she got here, or did she have that when you guys took her in? As a, as a present for her husband, eh? From her husband? Yeah. Hmm. Or well, I guess it's uh, maybe a. May I want him silver coin that we've been going after? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I like to recall my knowledge of all the times I've been to the Sloppy Bowl to think if I've ever seen her wearing that necklace. Uh, you don't even have to recall knowledge. You remember specifically the day when she showed it to you, the necklace that she was wearing and the bracelet on that um, the Fidero made for Ani and gave them gave the bracelet to Ani for her birthday. And then also had made the necklace for Brynja because apparently he wanted to give her something as well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. where, where is anyways? Wait, I'm, I'm heading, not here. I'm heading to the morgue. We're all on the roof. I mean, or we, oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're all basically still. moving at the same time. So. Oh, then I would like to cast jump and elegantly <laughs> jump down to the right. ground. Um, but the uh, bracelet on anyway, where, where is that? It's still, it was fused into her charred flesh when you last saw her uh, before the bodies were taken off to the Temple of Yana uh, at the southeast corner of the East Block where Lucretia works, where they were gently reposed and are currently awaiting uh, some sort of transportation to your appointment tonight if you decide to continue that. Okay. I would like to head to the Temple of Yana. Okay. I guess Uh, I have to go through like the the roof access door and like walk downstairs to get down, don't I? Because I don't really have a way to climb. Um, or you just climb down the rope that you left there. Oh, I thought it was a one-time use only. Well, it the is, bolt's but, done, but you can yeah, still you use can't, it. So you can't like wind up the rope and then use it again. Oh, it's just now it's sitting there with a rope until somebody steals it or whatever. Okay, well then I climb down and. All right. So do you, uh, Beckus, as you're storming off toward 
uh, toward the temple. Uh, do you inform everybody else where you're going, or you just expect them to follow you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm following Bacchus. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask Andra um, what's up with his accent. Oh, yeah. Well, like, clearly you are aware that you are difficult to understand. Ah. <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> he has a certain battle clarity. Um, mm-hmm. 13. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you talk about And he kind of just gives you a wink. <laughs> and then turns and starts searching through the alleys again. Aw. All right, I am um, satisfied enough by that answer. I go scampering after Carl and Becca's. Um, at this point, I, Grimlock is back in his um, bag, okay. by the way. I kind of forgot about him throughout the course of this combat. All <laughs> right, so you make your way down across the east block. Takes a fair degree of time, a little less than an hour. And you find yourself at the Temple of Yana. And you see out front of the temple, shirtless and sweaty, Hadrosh. Large axe, and he appears to be chopping up wood and loading it onto uh, a pyre. What looks like for a sky funeral. He oh. sees you approach and turns to you all. Hey, well, it's good to see my friends again. Perhaps not for battle, just for work. But uh, what brings you here? So, Bonbon starts to talk and then realizes that she probably won't be able to be as useful as Beckus would be, so then she steps behind <laughs> Beckus and, like, pushes him toward Vodrosh. Right, I would like everybody to make perception checks. Thirteen. Thirteen. Beckus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing a natural one. <laughs> Alright, you guys are just, like, oblivious. Anyway. Okay, anyway, what would you like to do? I was going to ask who's the fire for, but... Oh, Vodrosh uh, is... I'm not sure. Uh, Lucretia knows somebody has died, and their culture is such that we do a sky funeral. May we see the body of young Aniwe? Uh, you should talk to Lucretia about that. She is inside preparing. I'll do it. I run into the building. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go running oh. into the building, and you see, uh, you see Lucretia, and she is currently has in the the room with the slabs in it, and has a body that she's. But very carefully, gently, very caringly wrapping uh, in white linen uh, to prepare for the sky funeral. Hi, Lucretia. I wave. Oh, Bon Bon. What brings you here? Are you here? Have you found your solution for Bruinia's family? Well, uh, plot twist. Uh, it turns out that... <laughs> Does she not know what the first plot twist means? <laughs> she, she Do I not know eyebrow. what the first plot twist means? You raise an eyebrow yourself. Um, so it turns out, uh, you know the the firebrand, the people, the person that's been setting fires all over town. I have heard of this. Yes. Yeah. It turns out that it is Bruinia. She's been possessed, and uh, she may very well have killed her own family. We don't know. We're still looking into it. It's all very, uh, you know, frightening and emotional, and and uh, and all that good stuff. But she's escaped us twice now, and um, we. Uh, we're hoping that we could, we could possibly examine the body of Aniwe. Of course. Um, I have them set in a private room, the three bodies. Okay. Can you take us there? Um, um, yes. Thank yes. you so much. You Where, look really uh, nice today. Uh, she looks down <laughs> the same thing she wears every day. I think you. You're welcome. So, you two, are you going in after Bonbon? Yeah, I am. 
Okay. I'm curious who's on the slab. Is it anyone that we know? Um, you look down, you see... Respectfully. Uh, you take a glance. It's some older gentleman. Nobody looks familiar. Looks like he probably died of old age. Can't tell. Okay. You proceed to the crypt. Okay, so you walk through the temple outside to this, like, exterior, um crypt area where they sort of keep the bodies uh, when they're waiting to do burials or sky funerals or whatever they're doing. And you notice as, uh, let's see, as Lucretia leads you toward one of these buildings or one of the openings in this rather, it's one building, sorry, it's one building with multiple openings and multiple rooms to it. As she leads you toward one of these, you see perched directly above the door that she's leading you to a little red and orange bird. Oh, huh. Guess my hunch is paying off, huh? Lucretia leads you through the door, and you see, laid out on various slabs, you see three bodies, all very much charred and unrecognizable. Then how are we going to know which one is on you, eh? What if we accidentally get... Well, one of them has a silver bracelet. Ah, okay. It's, uh, the way you tell them apart is, the biggest one is the father. (laughs) (laughs) The silver braceleted one is Annie. And then the other one. We'll just call him the other one. <laughs> Can I read? Oh, I was about to do the same thing. So, so you both, both cast read or at the same time. Correct. I gently, I gently <laughs> take her wrist into my hand and hold my hand over it. All right. You sit there for a minute, casting your spells and both get at the same time. Boom. Yes, it's magical. Boom. It's very heavily necromantic. You, uh, those of you who have been fiddling around with the coins, I believe one of you cast read aura on the coins at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Same, very familiar aura. So is it the silver it's being made with, or is it the enchantment upon it? Who knows? So, um, quick question. The resurrection spell, does it require the whole body? Yes. Requires a mostly intact body, I believe. So you just get chopped. <laughs> so um, I'm sure you've noticed by now the necromantic energy coming off of this bracelet. Yeah, you say that to Lucretia. Yes. Um, no, I did please not come here and look it. at this. She comes towards it, and you see another a very familiar reaction, like when she first saw the coin so long ago, and she reaches down to look at it, and then she kind of jumps back with a start and like grabs at her head. You see a trickle of blood starts to come out of her nose. It's like, you need to get that out of here. It can't be here. It doesn't want me here. She begins to back her way out of the crypt. Do we still have the body bag? What the body bag? bag? Holding? I have the bag <laughs> of holding. We'll call that the body bag. <laughs> um, does anything happen? As that's happening, or do we get back? Do you what? Um, as she's backing out of the room, uh, does are, are you looking up what happens, or are we? No, I'm looking up uh, resurrection actually. Oh, okay. Would you say that the but object p- is attended? No, not technically. I mean, it looks like it's stuck. Like I, I mean, it it literally melted into her wrist. Yeah, I know that. So, but it would, it would not be considered attending. After the person is dead, healing spells no. 
But you just need the whole body, right? Uh, it says right here, was I was just looking up, requires the target's body to be present and relatively intact. So right. you can't be missing the head, but probably an arm might work. Basically, if you could bring someone back missing whatever that part is, they'd be okay. They just have to get that part regenerated at some point. So like if they were missing the heart and you brought him back, he couldn't do that because there's no heart. You know, it's not going to grow a new heart. Could you chop the wrist off, remove the bracelet, which is fused on, stick the wrist back on there, maybe wrap it with some sort of sticky <laughs> uh, linen or something? Well, the body heals, so like, uh, yeah. like Annie's body right now, for example, is very, very charred. That's why I'm just that's going to go I'm, away. So if yeah, just, if if you like, if you had some a buddy who got like sliced and diced in a like you know like does the bracelet a wrap all the way around or is it like a half C coil? Yeah, it would be like a, a open on one end. All right, well, uh, turn away. <laughs> I use mage hand. Okay. You reach out to get how far away from you? The, first of all, how far away from the body are you when you cast mage hand? I'm going to assume that I took a step back because I know better than to try to actually touch it or manipulate it. Okay. Um, how far does that go? 30 feet? 30 feet. Okay, that would put you way outside. <laughs> Sorry, the room is about eight oh. feet by five feet. <laughs> as far as lengthwise as okay. I can get away. Just wonder if you're like right up next to it. No. Is anybody right up next to it or no? No. Okay. Or no, I, I, I'm kind of. I told location. them to like look away. And yeah, I'm probably like outside of the the room actually, like yeah. kind of peeking Speaking through the with her. I'm. I instinctively put my body between Lucretia and whatever's happening. Okay, Lucretia's outside, kind of holding her head and looking kind of dazed. You reach out with your mage hand. And grasp the bracelet. You can feel it peeling away. You can kind of see it like pulling. Ani's wrists begins to ascend off of the slab from uh, the force of your mage hand. And then all of a sudden, her eyes open. But are not her eyes. They're sickly purple color. And then her blackened skin begins to split in a hundred different places. Underneath the splits, you do not see muscle or bone but a dark hole of nothingness tinged with purple energy in each one of these tiny holes. Bonbon, very similar to what you saw in Brynja's necklace. And then, all of a sudden, small needle-like teeth sprout within each of the holes. A hundred mouths covering her body. Her body begins to swell and pucker and puff up. And as this happens, the mouths begin to speak. One here, one there, sometimes many in chorus. This pet of yours is now mine. Her soul will come with me to my realm, where I will torture and twist it again and again. Don't worry, when the child's soul is screaming in desperate agony, I will twist her form and send her back to you as one of my creatures, something else for you to hunt and kill. And then everything turns unnaturally black. You are all blind in the dark. And that's where we're going to end it. What the actual fuck? Did we just break anyway? I think we just went permanently blind. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, I'm bringing a little of the horror back. Yeah, well, a body of a hundred mouths, that's horror. If we'd been doing more of that, I wouldn't have given you so much shit. <laughs> Well, you had to you had to shit talk outside on break, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's really not scary, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah and that's what All complaining right. gets you.
All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up there. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back when we're back. We're doing sort of every other week right now in an effort to get some other stuff done. And uh, hopefully, and once, oh, I did want to make an announcement that after we do this story arc, Grand Designs will be taking a slight break, probably for a couple of months, but we will be doing an alien RPG for the Free League alien system, which is pretty fucking awesome. And that one will genuinely be horror. There will be exploding (laughs) heads and face huggers and all sorts of acid blood and just probably have you all make three characters each just so when one dies, you can be one other crew member. We'll see how it goes, but um, let's see here. Uh, Social media plugs. Molly, would you like to plug your podcast? Well, sure thing. If you are excited at the prospect of the Alien uh, campaign, because you are a fan of horror movies, you might enjoy my podcast, Final Girl Friday, which is a horror movie review and analysis podcast where I ramble a lot about the movies I love. Oh, at (laughs) anchor.fm. And uh, sometimes talk about boob slap. Sometimes I talk about boob slapping. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I mean... Boob slaps, they happen. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, our own social media, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Twitter Romageddon at Romageddon. Pretty simple as long as you know how to spell Romageddon. And we have Instagram. Again, Romageddon. <laughs> Everything's Romageddon. And we have a Buy Me a Coffee page if you want to donate. Uh, it's the $3 increments. And if you want to donate uh, for each $3, you get to throw out a name of an NPC or a potential location, which I throw into a hat, and pull out whenever I'm stumped for stuff, and you'll get to see, you know, giggle butt douche nozzle actually show up in the game. Or... Wait, 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 wait. So we can submit names like giggle butt douche Yeah, monster? I just said that it's going to be a lot. It may be a while before they show up because it has to be contextual. <laughs> When is Gigglebutt not not appropriate for whatever it is that's happening? <laughs> if you go to like a halfling society, they all have silly names <laughs> and they sing songs together and they wear a rhinestone belt buckles and disco clothes. They're a rhinestone halfling. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you for listening. I've been Jason the Game Master. I've been mom. Apparently, it's my turn to go. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, oh, I decided it was like ladies first on the good Oh, why? Well, so. Thank you kindly. Uh, I've been Molly. Um, I mean, I am Molly, and I have been Bon Bon <laughs> and her uh, sort of companion Grimlock. I didn't really play much of Grimlock today. And I'm the individual formerly known as Ali, also still known as Ali, and I've been playing Carl. And I've been playing Jordy, Bacchus Brandywine, the human bard extraordinaire. Sleuth, crime solver, puller of the threads, <laughs> bird worshiper, <daddy. laughs> worshiper daddy. of Lady Dinora. I also love that you said that that you've been playing Jordy, <laughs> playing Beckus. Yep. So like your name is actually like like Oswald Cobblepot. You know, Cobblepot. <laughs> all right. Uh, see ya Take next care. week or the week after that or whenever bye. it happens. It's all bye 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 bye. Butt plug, contractually obligated.
like to note that I have not farted once while recording. <laughs> At least not audibly. I'd like to note that I I, I believe that Jordy has never uh, actually farted. Okay, good to know. Yeah, all backed up. Yeah, my tears ready to go. Tears ready to go when you have to bury your good friend Bon Bon. Or at least her ashes. No, you guys are going to rebuild me as a robot, right? <laughs> that's the thing that's going to happen. I'm going to capture your spirit essence inside of Grimlock's dead body. <laughs> You're going to be stuck in Grimlock. The 2000 gold <laughs> goblin. <laughs> Grimlock Bonbon hybrid. Eat the microphones are working to eat the pain. He's having a very good time. Oh, are you recording? Yeah, we oh. might say funny things. That's why I turn I it on. I don't say funny things. Sometimes we say funny things, and I like to use them. And if you're not near the microphone, I can't use them, because all I hear is... That's Grimlock. You can just say that that's Grimlock talking. <laughs> yes, Grimlock. <laughs> Wait, can guys do Kegels? Oh, yeah. Yes. Huh. Yeah, Learn something new about the penis every day. We flex our prostate. <laughs> You're okay. recording this, right? <laughs> yes, I'm recording it, unfortunately. Let's See, do this. you can't even tell I'm doing them right now. <laughs> wobbly ass chairs. Chairs for your wobbly ass. 